Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. How are you? I apologize. We needed to run an encore yesterday because my equipment on this end just wouldn't function. But we're back today and all is well. And I pray that you are well. Um, you know, we've been meeting one people, one one family after another. Um, I think more than not are not taking the COVID vaccine. But... So many are giving into it. And every time I find someone who says, well, I took it because I otherwise I would have lost my job. I was forced to take it because of this or that. I want you to know that you cannot be forced to take it. You can choose to not lose your job and choose to take it, but you cannot be forced. The only way you can be forced is if you're tied down or you've got a gun to your head, even then you have a choice. Um, but if you're knocked unconscious and someone gives it to you, well, then you don't have a choice. But other than that, you have a choice. And you say, but I have a family to feed and all that you do. But if you take the vaccine and it kills you, and it will uh, sooner or later, um, you are not going to be there for your family. And you're going to give in to an evil society who will vaccinate the rest of your family sooner or later. It it's, I, I wish I could impress upon everyone the evil of this, the evil of the vaccine. Uh, if your children can't go to school unless they take it, t- take them out of school. You should take them out of school anyway. If you're going to lose your job, lose your job. Um, there was one article today. Um, I don't know, it's on LifeSite, and I forget what it is, but it involved 217,000 people in a health system that the only way for them to return, 217,000, is for every one of them to get the vaccine. And people, if you're listening, the only way to stop this evil or thwart it um, is for all 217 people to not go back to work. There'll be nobody in the hospital system. There'll be no one in the schools. There'll be no one, you know, companies, corporations, universities that won't let people back without the vaccine. Don't go back. They can't function without you there. Everybody walks out. Everyone needs to walk out. Go home. Um, Package groceries. Grow your own vegetables. Do what you have to do. But don't give in to this evil system. Don't give in to it. This morning on LifeSite News, first article that hit me, <clears throat> that hit me this morning, the race is on target to the race, R-A-C-E, us, is on target to get experimental COVID shots into little kids. I hate the word kids. Uh, we're not goats, but that's the word of our society today, instead of saying children, I hate even to read it. Um, Why? Why is our race, our government, our society, 
um, uh, on to get experimental COVID shots into little kids. Why? And you say, well, which are experimental of the COVID shots? And the answer is all of them are. All of them are. It's experimental and it's an experimental um, bio weapon to kill us. Um, um, the sub the sub statement says U.S. health officials, with unflagging support from the Biden administration, are charging full speed ahead on plans to vaccinate children as young as age five for COVID, despite the extremely low risk the virus poses to kids, children, and against the urgent warnings of scientists and doctors. This is diabolical, beloved. It's just 100% diabolical. If your child gets vaccinated and you didn't know it, it is your fault. You have no right before God turning your children over to a school system, to an evil government. You have no right. You have no right to do that. God has given you those children to raise for the kingdom. And the only right you have is to do live the vocation that God has had you given you and not turn them over to an evil world. If the schools ruin them, if they get the vaccine and they die or they're crippled for life, and there are thousands of testimonies to that effect, is it your fault? Yes. Because you have no right turning your children over to anyone, especially to evil. According to an October 8th data release from the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, that's VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, more than 21,000 adverse events, including 24 deaths, two of which were suicides, have been reported in the United States alone in 12 to 17-year-olds following the experimental COVID shots. And if you say, well, I don't, I don't think I got an experimental one, then you didn't get one. They're all experimental. Not, none of them have been proven to do anything except to cause harm and kill you. Um, and these VAERS also received 111 reports of COVID vaccine-related deaths in young adults in their late teens and 20s. Um, 21-year-old college student Sean Kuhn, a senior major majoring in exercise and sports science who chose to get fully vaccinated, died on October 11th from COVID complications. Um, oh, my goodness. His death raised questions about the potential for fully vaccinating people to develop antibody-dependent enhancement, ADE, since the vaccines entered clinical trials, scientists have expressed worries about the ticking time, time bomb phenomenon of ADE, that is, antibody-dependent enhancement, which makes vaccinated individuals more, not less, susceptible to severe uh, illness. Um, Oh, it goes on with, with so much. Um, um, here we, um, for months.
once prominent doctors and scientists around the world have issued urgent warnings about the catastrophically bad safety profile of the Pfizer vaccine and other COVID injections, strongly arguing against their use in children. You were told to follow the science by that evil Dr. Fauci. Um, no, um, prominent doctors and scientists have issued urgent warnings about the car- catastrophically bad safety profile of the Pfizer vaccine and other COVID injections, strongly arguing against their use in children. Several Scandinavian countries paused the use of the Moderna vaccine in younger age groups, concerned with risk of myocarditis, um, and it's a move that shamed the U.S. Food and Drug Administration into delaying its decision about whether to authorize, even on an emergency basis, Moderna shot for American uh, 12 to 17-year-olds. Um, Unfortunately, um, the FDA and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are proceeding full steam ahead when it comes to authorizing the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID shot for young children. I don't know what poison these people are drinking. I do not know how they could be so blinded how they could buy into such evil as to produce products that will kill off millions of people. It's doing it now. It will continue to do that. Their only problem is it's not doing it fast enough. I don't know what evil has blanketed the minds of otherwise thinking people. I don't know if they're getting millions of dollars to do this. I I, I don't know what their reward is for producing something and urging people to take it that's killing hundreds of thousands of people and now children. All signs indicate that by hook or by crook, the agencies that are supposed to protect our children are determined to ignore disproportionate risks and safety signals in order to rush the experimental injections into kids' arms. Um, they're ignoring all that. Why? Why? Because they're out to kill. They're out to destroy the human race. That's why. How they buy into it, I don't know. How shepherds of our church buy into it, I don't know. Um, How um, governors and all sorts of people buy into it, I'm clueless. I'm clueless. They have as much information as you and I have. They can read the news reports. It, it's an insanity, and it is designed to destroy us. Um, Robert F. Kennedy of Children's Health Defense told thousands who gathered in New York Times Square on October 16th, we have no business doing this to little children, stating that subjecting children to the adverse events of COVID vaccination is unethical and medical malpractice. That's what it is, beloved. I I don't know how to say it stronger, more strongly, read it more strongly. Uh, If you choose to take it or you choose to give it to your children, you are participating in evil 
that you think good will come. It will not. Death will come. We'll be right back after the break, beloved. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam. Many of you are familiar with Mother Miriam Live, but I wonder if you have listened to some of the other programs from the Station of the Cross, such as The Catholic Current. Father Robert McTague discusses important topics in the church and in the world each weekday at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can listen anytime to The Catholic Current as a podcast on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. The Station of the Cross appreciates the generosity of our supporters. We are committed to keeping our donors' accounts up to date. If there have been changes made to your payment information, please call us so that we can update your account. 1-877-888-6279, extension 104. Or update your information online at thestationofthecross.com. Thank you for your generous support of Catholic Radio. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. You know, I know that the Station of the Cross... Maybe live site news as well, but I've had emails forwarded to me, uh, received by the Station of the Cross, by people who are utterly against what I'm saying. And they say, why do you even allow Mother Miriam on your program? Uh, Why do you allow her to perpetrate these lies? Why do you allow her to scare people? I've gotten the vaccine. My family's got, we're fine. Well, you're not fine. You're not fine. Um, there are people who react to it immediately, and those who don't. Um, uh, the the uh, the vaccine is producing what they've called spike proteins in your body, which um, uh, is going to create tremendous problems, change your DNA. And now they're talking about booster shots, just combining everything. You maybe you got a Pfizer shot. It doesn't matter if you get the booster from Johnson & Johnson or someone. It doesn't matter. Just mix and match. No problem. They cannot kill us all fast enough. Um, and here's one mother's, one mother's uh, response, a reaction to her having gotten um, the COVID vaccine from Utah 
and um, and she hasn't stopped. She she got the um, AstraZeneca uh, trial shot, and she says um, she was. The article says she was a healthy mother of two young children and a preschool teacher who eagerly signed up. Uh, to the Astro, AstraZeneca COVID vaccine trial back in November of 2020, as she was confident that this was going to be our way out of the pandemic, she received a first dose, um, a first dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine on November 4th, and started experiencing adverse effects within an hour of getting the shot. I'm just going to read you a little bit of this woman's experience, but go on to the Internet. Uh, uh, you won't run out of stories of people that have incredibly adverse reactions, uh, many leading to death, some leading to suicide. Her first experienced tingling in her arm. She first experienced, within an hour of the shot, tingling in her arm, blurred vision, hypersensitivity to sound, light and touch, dizziness, nausea, and leg numbness. Weeks later, she was admitted to the hospital after her legs stopped working, and she became incontinent. She had to undergo intense physical therapy, including relearning how to walk. She was later diagnosed with a number of serious health conditions which affect her nervous system. Um, she shared all this with LifeSite News. After a first of many visits to the emergency room, rule, pardon, after a first of many visits to the emergency room, ruled out multiple sclerosis and other major neurodegenerative disorders, she was sent home where she had to stay in a room by herself because of her extreme sensitivity to sound. She said, my sensitivity to sound was so severe that even my little girl's voice was too much for my ears. She suffered also from hypersensitivity to light and had to put towels on the windows to make the room completely black. She lost 20 pounds and suffered from nausea, vomiting, experienced difficulties, swallowing her food. She said she was certain that the vaccine was responsible for her condition. She said, there's no question in my mind that the vaccine caused this reaction. Um, and AstraZeneca did not investigate her case thoroughly, as would be expected during a clinical trial. She signed up for a clinical trial, but they didn't investigate it. They didn't follow up. They didn't stay with her. She said you would hope that there would be someone that would be appropriately tracking the data. It was supposed to be a clinical trial. That these cases, even if they are rare, and they're not rare anymore, are evaluated that they are discussed, that the information is disclosed in a full and transparent manner. Unfortunately, that has not been the case, she said. What will it take for us to wake up, beloved? They're not interested in saving us. They're not interested in producing a vaccine that's going to cure us. If they wanted to cure us, we won't need a vaccine because early treatment cures the majority of people. And Ivermexin, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, and just normal, where there's inflammation, normal anti-inflammation medicines, where there's rep respiratory illness, uh, whatever would help respiratory illness. Not one pill or one vaccine uh, handles all. Um, she said, I really wish I could say that the drug companies did their due diligence with this, but they did not. Um, 
Her case was not included in the list of severe adverse effects that was published by AstraZeneca. Um, and she said that they, now they've published the critical trial data and her case is not in it. Um, AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca claims to follow up with all serious adverse effect events, cases for up to two, 720 days, monitored her uh, a very short period of time. Um, and she was serious and she was followed up for 60 days, not 720. Um, Um, she says the pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca also agreed in their contract with clinical trial volunteers to pay for any injury or medical need that would result from the vaccine, an agreement that they did not honor in her case. Um, uh, She said for a long time, the doctors could not figure out what was wrong with her. They first diagnosed her with anxiety from the vaccine, anxiety, um, and um, she was then able to go to the National Institutes of Health where she received appropriate diagnoses, which included a number of nervous disorders such as non-length-dependent neuropathy, short-term memory loss, sensory neuropathy, um, dysatonomia, and several postural uh, Tachycardia syndrome, I'm not pronouncing those medical terms well. She still suffered from these effects to this day, almost a year having after having been vaccinated, and her life has not been the same and will not. She said, my body went from functioning at a normal, healthy level. I was able to take care of my kids uh, and my work, too. Now my big accomplishment today will be talking to you and the fact that I made myself breakfast. This is tragic tragic dear one here's another news article which we won't have time to go through the biden today the biden regime unveils a plan to inject 28 million kids ages 5 to 11 with the covid shot and not one of the abortion tainted covid vaccines has yet been approved for use in these children 5 to 11 None of them are are approved. Parents, um, if your children take the vaccine and they die from it now or eventually or have adverse effects, you are responsible. You are responsible. And if you say, well, the school didn't tell me they were going to do it, you are responsible. Because this news is far and wide far and wide. They're out to reduce the population to kill us, not to cure us. If they want to cure us, they'd stay away from us and let doctors do their job. But they're not. They're doctors who want to prescribe the right things for people that are sick are being fired. They're putting put it, being put out. Pharmaceutical companies uh, will not allow the the prescription anymore. Many of them, pharmaceutical companies, the drugstores have said they would uh, they would fill ivermectin, but the pharmaceutical companies will not allow it anymore. They're all in it. Billions of dollars they've made off this pandemic, and they're in it to destroy the human race. Oh, Mother Miriam, what is your problem? Your conspiracy theory. Start reading decent news. Think what you want. Remain blind. Um. But you will 
severely regret it. Do not give in to our evil government or to this evil vaccine. The Biden administration on Wednesday, that's uh, two days ago, released its plan to vaccinate 28 million kids against COVID should the Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention approve the shots used in children, age, I'm saying children, I hate the word kids, aged 5 to 11. If it's approved, but I'm going to let you know, uh, if it's not approved, it, they'll do it anyway. They'll, nothing's going to stop evil. It may inconvenience it, slow it down a little bit. It will not stop it. I'm reading now. The plan involves setting up shot clinics in places such as children's hospitals, pharmacies, and schools. The White House is preparing for FDA approval of at an October 26 meeting and the CDD sign-off at a November 2-3 two, uh, uh, two to three meeting, November 2nd to 3rd. The federal government has procured enough vaccine to support vaccination for the country's pediatric population. Uh, the dose is just lower for children's shots. The administration will make vaccine, vaccination accessible and conveniently located to families across the country, including vaccination clinics at doctor's offices, hospitals, pharmacies, community health centers, and school and community-based sites. Nationwide, more than 25,000 pediatric and primary care provider sites will provide vaccinations for children in addition to tens of thousands of other provider locations that serve children, including pharmacies, children's hospitals, and community care centers. Biden's team plans to use school clinics and local hospitals for its mass vaccination plans because kids feel comfortable there. Pediatricians, pediatric specialists, nurses and team members will administer the vaccine. Nurses and team members, you don't have to be a doctor, will administer the vaccine to kids in trusted, family-friendly settings that serve kids every day. It goes on with all participating hospitals and local outreach and everything. See how much the government loves us? You see how much they love us, that they're spending billions of dollars to make sure we get a shot, that we won't get sick, and that we don't get a disease that kills fewer people than the flu does? Come on. Aren't they good? Beloved, this is pure evil. It is pure evil. And if you don't believe it, you need to wake up before it's too late. You need to wake up before it's too late. And do not allow your children to be the subject of these evil demons. You will not have no one to blame but yourself, mother, mom and dad, no one to blame but yourself. Take your children home, keep them there, love them, teach them, protect them, and don't turn them over to an increasingly evil society, growing more demonic, uh, draconian, not just by the day, but by the hour. You don't have to give in to this. You don't have to give in to this. It is always your choice. You will never be forced 
even if it's at the expense of your child going to school and of your job. No point saving your job if you're going to die from a vaccine or alter your system. Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. The Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. There's so much confusion in our world today over what love is. By displaying a Catholic radio bumper magnet on your car, you'll help others understand love as designed by God. Order your free bumper magnets at thestationofthecross.com. We'd be happy to send bumper magnets for your listening area so that others can come to know the Lord. That's thestationofthecross.com. Thank you for sharing Catholic radio on the road. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. to Mother Miriam Live. This is our half hour together, and um, you are welcome to call in with anything on your heart, toll-free 
5115483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. You know, I, I, I feel like I need to apologize for being doom and gloom and being so negative. Um, I know there are people who will um, not appreciate that as well. Um, it's just that in the last couple of days, not just the news reports, I never miss LifeSite News, beloved. Many people don't want to go there. Um, uh, they are the number one pro-life website uh, on the Internet. They're all over the world. Their reporting is factual. It's urgent. It's important. Um, and I don't miss it. And I suggest you all sign up for it and don't miss it. Um, if you're not afraid of truth, and it's not simply LifeSite News, it's all over. Um, American Frontier, I'm looking here because I, oh, I just saw them this morning. I don't have it up anymore. American Frontier doc, uh, doctors talking, many doctors, thousands of them getting together, talking about what's going on with COVID and, and truth. Um, uh, the, the information's out there. It's not conspiracy theory, beloved. The only conspiracy would be from the devil to blind us, to have us give in to this evil. And um, uh, if we give in, if we give up, uh, we are our, our own destruction. We are the source of our own destruction. We have to fight. We have to fight. Some people say, come on, it's just inevitable. You're going to have to take it eventually anyway. No, you don't. Well, if you, you do. What if they hold you down? Well, uh, then it's not your choice. Then it's not your choice. But as long as we have life and breath, we have a choice. We have freedom. And we have freedom to do what is right. And freedom to make the right choice. And I would beg anybody listening, no matter what, you're a man, you need to support your family, but you will lose your job if you don't take the shot. Lose your job. There are many ways you can, I don't, it doesn't matter what your degree is, doesn't matter what you are trained to do, what your skill is, you could be a doctor. Lose your job. Go, as I say, drive a truck, uh, deliver mail, um, build something. Do what you need to do to protect your family. But don't give in to evil. You will regret it. You will regret it. Um, okay. Our toll-free number, one 511 Toll-free. Our lines are open. Or um, email at mother at the station of the cross.com. Uh, we have an email from Craig. And Craig says, <clears throat> I'm not a Catholic, but I understand when the voice of Jesus is speaking through his chosen ones. I am very concerned about the following issue, as the reality of this happening is drawing closer each day. If I'm vaccinated, Craig says, <clears throat> if I'm vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccination shots against my will, and approval by medical or government authorities. Now, I'm stopping there from the rest of your sentence before I read it, Greg. It is not against your will if you say yes. You cannot be vaccinated against your will unless you, if you say yes, it's not against your will. 
You cannot, nothing is against your will unless they knock you out unconscious or they hold you down and you can't escape, just like there are forced abortions in this country of women being held down and their babies being ripped from them. Yes, in America. Uh, You cannot say it's against your will. If you give yourself that out, you are not taking responsibility for your actions. You're blaming them on other people. And what I'm trying to urge people to do is take responsibility. You have a choice as long as you have breath and you are not physically held down. Greg says, if I am vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccination shots against my will and, and against my will and approval by medical or government authorities, Will Jesus send me to hell for taking the mark of the beast if it is verified later on that the COVID-19 vaccination shots are indeed part of the mark of the beast? I don't believe it is a complete system yet, but incorporates the foundation for it. And I believe it will become the mark of the beast complete system soon. And he ends by saying, may Jesus bless you and your Ministry best regards, Craig. Craig, you write with the dearest heart and um, good thoughts. Um, but um, again, you you need to um, uh, tell yourself, believe that you can. Nothing can happen to you against your will. You always have, even if a gun's held to your head, it, you have that choice. You always have a choice. Am I telling you not to take the COVID vaccine if they put a gun to your head? I'm not telling you that. It is your choice. Only if they physically, if they knock you out and or they hold you down forcefully, is it not your choice? Um, I don't know that it's the mark of the beast. I don't say that it is. I've said in the past that if it's not, it's certainly training wheels for the mark of the beast. Where people are talking about a certain chip uh, to be inserted in us, uh, without which we'll be able to buy or sell or travel or do anything. And they're already working on it and inserting it in people, places in the world. So I don't know, but this is this is training wheels for it because people have given in overnight. The government cannot do anything to us that we don't allow them to do outside of physical force. They cannot. All they've done is create, manufacture a disease in order to control the population, to kill us off, and we have responded because of their fear tactics overnight. We have responded. We've given in to evil. Um, to what we think is going to help us live longer. And we've been duped and deceived. So, no, Jesus won't send you to hell. In fact, Craig, Jesus doesn't send us to hell. He simply respects our decisions. If we take what eventually will be the mark of the beast, and we know it, uh, we know it means rejecting God. I I don't believe that's the case with COVID-19 vaccination. But if it comes to knowing that if we take the mark of the beast, whatever that is, and it means we're saying no to God, Jesus doesn't send us to hell. We send ourselves to hell by rejecting him. We have been given free will. The choice is ours. Someone once summed it up this way at the end. Um, 
There are those who will say to God, thy will be done. There are those to whom God will say, thy will be done. He will not force us to love him, to follow him, to obey him. He will not force us. We have an email from Brian who says, I will make this as short as possible because of unfortunate circumstances. I was living in a motel for two years. On July 23rd, 2018, I experienced what I can only explain as, as God convicting me. I had some type of internal religious experience. And since that day, I have been changed. Brian, blessed be God. We talk about the coming warning, which I see is coming, I believe it, when we don't know, but uh, the time is shortening, I do believe, and I think it's the greatest grace God could give us since the cross to do on a grander scale what God did in that hotel room for you. He shows us how he sees us. He shows us our sins, and we can even grow, we can grow greater into greater evil and reject all that, or we can repent and come to him and live forever. Brian says, I grew up Methodist as a child, and while not ever being atheist and always believing in God, I did not continue going to church nor really practicing anything at all. After that event in July of 2018, I began watching a lot more religious programming and listening to podcasts. Over time, and I'm skipping over a lot to make this short, I came to feel called to be Catholic, not only Catholic, but called to be a priest. My goodness. This is the issue. I am not only a 45-year-old man, single and with no children, with a fear that I am too old to start being a priest now, but also I see that a priest needs a four-year degree, which I do not have. However, the main issue is that I am being called to be a priest and I am not yet even a Catholic. There's no problem at all in anything you've written. Absolutely, Brian, not a single problem. Um, It doesn't matter that you're 45. There are late vocations. Um, I'm one of them. I'm not a priest, but there are late vocations as a priest. Uh, There are priesthood. You don't have a four-year degree, so what? Go get one. Go get one. If you need it, go get one. So what? So you'll be 55. You'll be 60 by the time you're a priest. And through that, you could save souls, even if God lets you live to 65. There's no reason to not be. If you feel being called to be a priest, if God is calling you, I can't tell you that he is, but if he's calling you, don't you deny him. Don't stop at anything. If God is calling you, does he not know your age? Does he not know you don't have a four-year degree? And does he not know you're not even Catholic? Of course he knows all that. If if you think he's calling you to be a priest, waste no more time. Go start your college and start RCIA and enter the Catholic Church. And then continue on to the priesthood. Get a good vocations director who will assist you in all the preparation. Nothing should stop you. There are priests, young men in their 20s who became a priest and died within the year. And uh, there's one of them who's uh, up for canonization, I forget who. Age has nothing to do with anything. We don't know that we have tomorrow. Don't let anything hold you back. 
And he continues to write, in all this COVID mess, I've been avoiding the vaccine. Please do. And while my job is not forcing it, this job will be ending soon because of them having financial issues. I am in New York and I have no idea where to go or where to work. I live at my place of employment. I have listened to many of your callers and emails you have received. And I know many are in the same boat as me. Well, it's, it's not a common opportunity uh, situation that one lives where they work. You need to find work. You need to find a job. Rent a room in someone's home. You don't need any big expenses. And do what you need to do. Um, Brian, my dear, there's the music for our break. I'll continue your email when we come back from the break. And dear ones, it'll be our last segment, and I invite you again to call in. I'm feeling a little tough today, so you better be ready for it. (laughs) Um, Call in with anything on your heart. Toll free, 1-877-511-5483, or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back. time of affliction. Blessed, O Lord, be thy name forever. Who has permitted this affliction to come upon us? We cannot escape it, but must of necessity fly to thee to help us and turn it to our good. Lord, we are now in affliction. Our souls are ill at ease, for we are much troubled with this present suffering. Let it please thee, O Lord, to deliver us, for poor wretches that we are, What can we do without Thee? Thy mighty hand can do all things. Give us patience, O Lord, and strength and peace. Help us, O God, and we will not fear, no matter how grievously we may be afflicted. O Lord, Thy will be done. Welcome be the will of God. Sacred Heart of Jesus, we place our trust in Thee. Amen. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, Love in Truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. 
Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our last segment. We have a little more than 10 minutes, and that is time enough, if you wish, to call in toll-free, 1-877-511-5483 with anything on your heart. It doesn't have to be what we're talking about. And then again, to email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We're in the middle of an email by Brian, who... um, uh, has been um, wonderfully converted by God to him. Um, and what he feels, he's not Catholic, and he's 45, and he has a strong, he's been, he, feel, he feels very strongly he's been called not only to become Catholic, but to be a priest, and he's uh, wondering about what to do because he's 45 already, he feels he might be too old. They require a four-year degree, which he doesn't have, and so forth. And um, uh, he's been avoiding the vaccine and all of that. Um, he said, the calling I have been having for years now, that's to be a priest, is so strong. But I've decided, even if my job is mopping a church, that is fine with me. I guess my question is, first things first, how do I become Catholic and get into the proper Catholic Church to do so? Uh, Brian, you, if I don't know where you live. If I knew, I might be able to recommend a church to you. Um, I have no idea what city or state you're in. I would look up on the Internet for a Latin parish if you can. If you can't and you go to a Novus Ordo parish, that's okay. The reason I suggest Latin is because a Novus Ordo, I don't know where you're going to end up, end up or what they're going to be teaching or what they're going to be practicing. A Latin parish will be more faithful and the priest will be solid uh, theologically, we pray, and you will be able to get uh, good instruction. So I would say look for a Latin parish. Uh, in your diocese, whatever diocese you're in, look it up and say Latin parish, Latin mass within the diocese of, and it'll show you. Go to those church, go to that parish, introduce yourself to the priest and say, I'm not a Catholic, but I'd like to become one. And as you de- as you develop that relationship with the priest and he meets with you, you won't, I don't, there won't be RCIA. The, P, the priest will instruct you personally. And, um, and along that line, uh, you can tell him later and further that uh, you, you feel to be called to become a priest. But make the, your Catholicity, your education, your faith in becoming Catholic Absolutely, number one. Look for a Latin parish and go to that priest. Um, Short of a Latin parish, uh, just start visiting the parishes that are closest to you and start and pick up a catechism and the scriptures and start reading. And if you're at a parish and you find any priest has spoken against what is in the catechism, leave it and find another parish. You're on a mission. You want to become Catholic as soon as God will help you to do that, and you want to begin your journey to the priesthood. Don't waste time. And yes, if you can mop a church floor and they'll give you a stipend and let you sleep in a corner of the refectory or whatever it is, or uh, rent a room in a parishioner's home, um, that would be with a man, not with a woman, either a married couple or a man, not a woman. Um, 
not a single woman. So, um, okay, that's that's my advice. Brian says, I left so much out for the sake of your time. I hope it made sense. Thank you for your wise words, Brian. You You absolutely make sense, Brian. And I would say, let none of the issues that you're concerned with stop you. Absolutely none. Full speed ahead. Don't wait. <clears throat> we have an email from Rick who writes, Hi, Mother. Praise be Jesus Christ. Hope you're well and prayers for you. Thank you, Rick. I keep feeling guilty at Sunday Mass and wondering if I'm too critical. Hold on, please. Rick writes, as the Mass starts, the priest tells us to turn to our neighbor and introduce ourselves. That's awful. Just awful. I'm like, we go to church to worship God, and the priests who do that, I'm just commenting here before your email, they rob us. They distract us from that worship. They rob us from it. The same way that priests do who start with jokes. We've been there. We've been praying all the beginning of the prayers, we've confessed our sin, we've been forgiven uh, at the beginning of Mass, at the Confidior, the absolution, and we are now going, and the scriptures have been read to us, and then the priest gets up and totally destroys the holiness of the occasion, uh, our, our, um, our concentration, everything, by starting out with jokes. It's absolutely awful. It's not my opinion alone. People have told me this. I understand it. I, I don't know what, what's in their heart. They want to be popular. They want to relax the people, get them with them, cool it. Uh, you're destroying worship in your people's hearts, priests, when you do that. They don't need your joke. Uh, they need God. They need God. Are there, is there anything wrong with good, holy, wonderful jokes? No. But there's a time and a place, and beginning of the homily is not one of them. Or even during the homily, most jokes are very distasteful and very disruptive and distracting. All right. Um, Rick says, as the Mass starts, the priest tells us to turn to our neighbor and introduce ourselves and say hello. And it's just so uncomfortable, as I wish all well in the church. You don't have to do it. I've been in churches, Rick, where they've done the same thing. And I just put my head down and close my eyes and fold my hands and wait till that um, uh, wave of abomination is over. It has nothing to do with the Mass. You don't have to participate, Rick. Just stand there and close your eyes and wait till it's over. Rick says, I feel as if I'm a Protestant Mass. Well, there's no such thing as a Protestant Mass, but there are Protestant services, and that's where the only thing I can guess where Catholics get it from, this idea of fellowship. Um, it's terrible. He says, I've never been to a Protestant service, but I imagine it may be like that. Well, it is. And as we all make a mess at Mass, as we all make a mess at Mass welcoming and introducing ourselves, and many of us look, as I feel, uncomfortable. It's awful. And I, I, I don't know how many of you have had the courage to tell that to your priest. Father, it, we are so uncomfortable. We come here to worship God, and you're turning it into a circus. 
and a horizontal fellowship rather than the vertical honor of God that it's, it's to be. I don't come for, to greet everybody. I don't come to greet anybody. I come to worship God. Even greeters at the door, it's awful. It's awful. If someone said that Jesus has appeared on earth as he did when he walked among us as a man, the full apparition, and you heard that he was appearing at St. Pius's or whatever the name of the church is, and you would walk for miles, and you would stand on line for blocks to get in to see Jesus, would you be interested in shaking anybody's hand on the way in? You wouldn't be interested in that. You'd say, please get out of my way. I came to see Jesus, and you'd fall down before him. People who do that do not have a faith. They do not understand, and they are Protestant in their heart. Rick says, this makes me want to change churches, which I did, and now drive to another church to get the same thing, so I feel very critical. I don't blame you, Rick. You are critical, and I see no problem with it. He said, stay well and thanks for your advice in Christ. Rick, Rick, go to a Latin, find a Latin mass and go to it, and you will have reverence, no matter how far you have to drive. Okay, I'm stopped. No more fight for today. Okay, bless you, dear ones. And it's Friday. Have a good weekend. We'll speak with you Monday.